What it do, folks? Welcome to the Digital Collective. I'm your host, James Hicks from Hicks New Media. And on this show, you know we focus on the people, platforms, and the tools that are making positive strides within the technology sector. Look, this show is powered and sponsored by Ecamm. And if you want to create amazing content like this, be sure to click that link in the description below so you can get hooked up with a trial or a usage as well. My guest today, Mr. Luke Lentz. Luke is a successful businessman, entrepreneur, social media personality who specializes in the use of social media really to enhance digital branding. He is the co-owner of High Key Enterprises, LLC, which aims to revolutionize social media marketing. And he is the owner of High Key Agency, which is the digital marketing agency that legitimized the concept of the IG giveaway. This man is the real deal. Today, we're going to focus our conversation on the business of TikTok. We're going to talk about the good, the not so good, and what content creators in general should be aware of when using that platform. Get your pens and your paper ready, folks. Put the cues in the, in the comment section for the questions, and let's go ahead and get into it. Luke, what's going on, man? James, thank you for having me on here, man. Looking forward to it. We're going to have a great conversation. Hope to give a ton of value to your audience about TikTok and uh, basically what we do, what we do for our clients and uh, give as many insider tips as possible. Insider tips. Okay, we're going to go in like that, right? <laughs> we, we are, we, we're just going to open up the kimono and talk about all things that Haiki gets into. Man, listen, I appreciate you for taking the time. I uh, appreciate you for, for wanting to have this conversation and this, this discussion. Uh, I, I like to normally start with folks, their origin story, right? I, I gave a little bit kind of in a lot in the monologue, but it, it's much better for the individual to talk about who they are in themselves. So if you don't mind, man, give me that elevator pitch of who, uh, who Luke Lentz is. For sure, man. And J James, like how far back do you want me to go in terms of <laughs> Right. Listen, you you this floor is yours. I I'm making you full screen. You 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 tell it like it is, man. You you go back as far I tell you what, talk about the the three pillars of high key. Talk about cloud agency and, and the company in and of itself. But uh, I, I know you've got a lot of things. I'll probably flash some things on the screen as well. But I, I like to talk about also the individual. So if, if you don't mind going going into a little bit of that for the audience. Yeah, for sure, James. And uh, in terms of like where we are currently, so I run a company called High Key Enterprise LLC based out of uh, Puerto Rico. And what we do for our clients is basically public relations. And so we level up our clients' brands from zero to 100. And that's with anything digital. So that's press and publications, TV features, social media marketing in terms of social media management, social media growth. So we're going to get into a lot of a lot of that. But in terms of where we started is I actually started with an e-commerce company in high school. And I basically had no idea what I was doing, no business experience, no marketing experience. Started it up with just a product idea with my two business partners, one being my older brother. And the idea was that of wireless earbuds. 
And so this is before Apple AirPods came out, before any single wireless earbuds were on the market in North America. And we saw a need for it because we worked out and we hated cord earbuds getting pulled out during the gym, most like, like most people. And so we sourced some wireless earbuds uh, from China and bulk purchased them, put our logo, our high key logo on it, same brand name. And we developed that company into a seven figure company over the course of uh, two years. And we realized after making a lot of mistakes that what we were really talented at was building brands and uh, building our own brand, building our social media profiles with content and social media growth. And we weren't so good at the actual like uh, product fulfillment side of things, warehousing, uh, fulfillment with sending it out, working with those providers, we weren't so good at that. And so we played with our strengths and switched to an agency and started delivering the services that we did for ourselves with our e-commerce company for other businesses. And then after reaching some success with a couple of clients, then we just scaled that and kept delivering to our clients really what they wanted. And so that was things like where they really wanted more social media growth. And so we implemented more social media growth tactics, which were the, the social media Instagram giveaways that you were talking about with Heike Clout. And uh, then we wanted our clients to get higher in Google rankings with high level press features and uh, with TV features. And so we played into that. And so it was constantly just uh, an evolution of playing to what our clients needed. And so now we're where we're at today. I love it, man. Now, let, let's not be humble too, man. All right. Because you, you just gloss over and you say clients. Come on now. We, you don't, we can go ahead and drop a couple of names because uh, some of those names are household names. You, you, you guys are out here. And, and again, and I say that because that puts into context really who High Key is and who Luke Lentz is, right? The folks of the caliber of a celebrity and entrepreneur and entertainer that you work with. So, you know, if you don't mind, you can go ahead and drop a couple of those names that you, you and your brothers have worked with. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And I'm very grateful for being able to uh, be put into a position with being able to work with some of these people. But over the past three years, we've worked with the uh, names of Kevin Hart, Bella Thorne, Da uh, Baby, Little Baby, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, uh, Takashi69, very, very influential figures, Snoop Dogg. Uh, yeah, lots of lots of very uh, A-list celebrities that we've been able to partner up with specifically with uh uh, our, our high key club giveaways. I love it. I love it. So folks, I, I see you watching. I see you on Twitter. I see you on Facebook. Come on over here to YouTube. But you know, now you know who Luke is. Now, you know, again, some of the, the context of the folks he's worked with. If you got any questions, drop a cue in the comments and we will bring those up on screen. Uh, let, let, me, let me ask about this, man, because, again, I, I, before we go into the, the business, so to speak, of TikTok and the business, so to speak, of, of social media, uh, in, in the opening, I talked about your agency and your firm kind of, uh, again, legitimizing the, the idea and the concept of the IG, of the Instagram giveaway. H how did that come about, really, you know, you and your brother sitting around and thinking about how to position brands, position individuals? Uh, again, how did, how did you three, how, how, how was it that this was something that came out of uh, the Lentz household for the most most part. Yeah. So for the audience, just to give a bit of background of what an Instagram giveaway and what giveaways are is basically uh, you partner up with an influencer or a celebrity and you do a massive giveaway, whether that's with a car or designer bag, something that's really desirable by an audience. And the celebrity is giving that away to their fan base and their follower base 
with an Instagram post. And so they make a post on their Instagram page and they say, I'm giving away this car and these designer bags. And all you have to do is go over to this account and follow everybody that they're following. And so what that allows for is it incentivizes their audience to go follow a list of giveaway sponsors. And so that list of giveaway sponsors is basically paying for the giveaway. And in exchange, they're gaining followers on Instagram. And we've done this on other platforms too, where it started on Instagram, but then we moved to TikTok as well. And so we weren't actually the first creators of the Instagram giveaway, but we were the first people to create a brand around it. And so at this point, if we circle, if we go back in time to 2018, people were running miscellaneous Instagram giveaway campaigns where they were basically doing very small campaigns. They were giving away like a thousand dollars cash or like a couple of designer bags and running very small campaigns. And we thought of the idea of building this into an actual model where you run it on a bi-weekly basis or a monthly basis because there's infinite amount of giveaway sponsors who are looking to gain Instagram followers from high-level influential figures. And so after like selling spots for some other giveaway campaigns that were running with no brand, we realized that we could do it for ourselves and we ran our first campaign at the end of 2019. And we, what we did is we had a lot of different influencers that we've connected with in the past with our e-commerce company and with yeah. the agency, not A-list celebrities. We're talking about like a bunch of like what we would consider B-list celebrities. And we got together 12 of them and did a giveaway campaign with all 12 at the exact same time. And we told <laughs> our clients, we told our clients that Come it'd be on, an estimated, <laughs> we told our clients it would be an estimated 100,000 follower gain. And that's exactly what it did. It did a hundred thousand followers and it was, it was our mark into creating our brand, our brand high key clout gained over a hundred thousand followers. All of our giveaway sponsors gained over a hundred thousand followers. Our sponsors were so happy, referred us over to other clients that were like day one Instagram growth. Then it got picked up by the news and media and it was easier for us to get in touch with A-list celebrities and uh, managers of A-list celebrities to basically like book more talent for giveaways. And so it was a huge snowball effect after that first successful campaign. I love that, man. I love that. And and the fact that you, you made that distinction that yeah, other folks may have been doing it before, but you put a brand behind it. So again, there's the context, there's the leverage, there's the uh, we are for real, right? There, there's there's that clout, right, for the fact that Heike really is who they are, and and they're 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 bringing these other these these A B C list celebrities with them. Let me um let's let's get into this, man, because you started talking about the business again of, of very social media platforms, and the discussion today was around TikTok. Right, because because every everyone, I'm trying to figure out TikTok, brother. I I, I don't get it. I, listen, man, you see all the salt in the beard. I'm, listen, I'm 53 years old, man. I I don't get it. You're 53 years old, James. Uh, listen, no come way. on now, don't 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 start nothing, brother. Don't don't. There's start. no way. There's no <laughs> clean way. living, man. Clean living, right? Dude, and, that's amazing. And a, is and that a, little, whole and a little bit of scotch once in a while? So. Is, is that a Whole Foods diet, dude? That must be like common. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is my new dude right here. Lucas, my dude. But let's let's get back into it, man. Let's let's get let's get focused. Um, I'm trying to un- not not really worrying about algorithms, but again, where where audiences are and where communities are, and you know, there's good, there's bad. Kind of like I said in the monologue as well. But again, understanding if you want to leverage these platforms, talk a little bit about what you're seeing from the 
influencers from the, the celebrities and from the entertainers that you see maybe started on Facebook and Instagram, maybe started on Twitter, maybe started on these other platforms, but are now trying to maybe migrate over to TikTok. And, and what's the draw? Why are they trying to go to TikTok? Let's talk about that part right first, right? Let's talk about the good part of TikTok and then let's go into some of the other aspects, if you don't mind. Yeah, so the good part about TikTok in terms of the draw element of what's bringing over content creators and businesses and practically every single person is the aspect of uh, natural engagement and how it's unlike every single other social media platform. It's the component of being able to go viral overnight or being able to go viral with one post. And that doesn't really exist with any other social media platform right now besides TikTok and YouTube Shorts a bit, which we can get into because there is a direct correlation with YouTube Shorts and TikTok and how we play with that with strategies. But over the time, like over the past five years, Instagram was a major playmaker. And we spent the majority of our time with, on Instagram with our own brands and with our uh, clients' brands in terms of growing their followings and focusing on social media content. But over the course of the last like three years in particular, the natural engagement has just absolutely tanked. Even if you're putting out extremely good content that is focused directly in your niche and is geared towards Instagram, there's just not enough uh, user base and viewership on there for the amount of content that's going on, on a daily basis. And th that's the exact thing with just supply and demand and that ba balance. And so on TikTok, you still have that, even though it's, it's on its way down and diminishing because it's been like this for the past two years of extremely high natural engagements. There's still so many things that we can get into and talk about James, but so many things that uh, people in different industries and niches can capitalize on having astronomical natural engagement numbers. So let me ask this, right? Because does everyone, and kind of a philosophical, kind of a hypothetical question, every content creator wants to obviously build their community and grow their audience and have more of a reach. Is, is TikTok more, do you, in, in your opinion, in, in your mindset, geared towards particular type of content creators, right? Again, you, you think about like the Mr. Beast, right? Out there doing parody videos and things like that. that that's really not for everyone, right? I, I'm like more on, on the educational side, more on the on the teaching side. Is, is TikTok really a platform for something like that? Or is it more uh, the comedy stuff, the dancing stuff, is, is it the old vine now turned into something? Again, I'm really trying to understand from a content creator's perspective, from a solopreneur, entrepreneur, someone who's looking at this, turning these lights on, pressing record as a business, should TikTok be a platform that they leverage to enhance that brand, build that community and, th and things of that nature? Or, or should we continue to look other places and, and maybe even build our own? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, threw that, I threw is, that in there because that's that's kind of where I'm. Yeah, at, yeah. So. TikTok right now is for any single person, and I've talked about this a lot in the past about how uh, TikTok and every single social media platform targets an initial demographic when they first are on the come up of their social media platform. And you saw this with Facebook where they originally started within universities. That's how it literally began and evolved. Instagram was millennials. And then uh, now TikTok is like the, the map. It started with the massive youngs, like Gen Z type thing. Yeah. And it's evolved 
from there, just like how Instagram and Facebook evolved from their age, original age demographics. And so now like the majority of people like are using TikTok. And so when you have such a wide user base, it's for any single person. Now any single person can be on there, not just people who are creating music, not just people who are doing voiceovers or dance clips. It's really any single person, any single type of business. And there's niches that are within every single industry on TikTok right now. And there's a user base within every single industry there. And it's just about finding that. Okay. So let let me pull this conversation in in another direction. Do you feel that creators should focus more attention on, on TikTok as opposed to maybe something like YouTube, YouTube shorts, right? Because from a legacy perspective, YouTube AdSense was, was a piece of it, but again, you build your community, you start build, you start doing different types of things on the YouTube platform. And that's been kind of really where the go-to uh, location has been for a lot of creators, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of folks in the digital space. Uh, are, are you positioning TikTok as kind of being that next evolution, that next place where folks should put more time, more attention, more energy into, or just have something in, you know, the next arrow in, in their quiver kind of, kind of thing and, and use it appropriately with specific content as opposed to all content. And again, I'm, I'm really asking these questions out of curiosity for myself. Should, should, should I push yeah. everything to TikTok or, or, or what? So. If we're talking about uh, like social media presence in general, this is where we can get into some like actual like tips and stuff. So yeah, and the, see, the, the, you see, it's almost like you've done this before, right? You, you see, where I'm, <laughs> see where I'm taking the conversation. Yeah. Okay, brother. <laughs> yeah, no, this is good. This is good. So, so, so let's just go through every single social media real, real quick and then we'll, we'll focus really heavily on TikTok. So Instagram is the digital business card and landing page now. Natural engagement is never coming back on Instagram in terms of like what it was previously and we just have to accept that but it's the major point that business people and entrepreneurs solopreneurs like use as a place when you're meeting somebody for the first time or talking with them online instagram is always the first point of contact and so you have to take that into consideration where your instagram page should should be like basically your landing page it should be like your website you gotta make it look extremely professional people have to know exactly what you're doing in the point two seconds of looking at your page it should be a good representation of your brand in terms of having the brand colors that you have any videos on there should be a good representation of like what you do and like if you're a service or product-based business it should obviously like have the services and products that you offer to be able to convert from that that's what instagram is now and that's what it's going to be for the next five years if we look at a platform like linkedin i think every single person within business should immediately like have a very professional linkedin page because you can take a lot of time on the front end and then not look at it forever in my personal opinion, like I, you, you'll look on my LinkedIn page and I post on LinkedIn about like two, three times a week. Sometimes I post seven times a week, but you really only have to post one or two times a month to keep the channel somewhat active. And it's mainly about just the profile so that people can search it up when they search you up on Google and just know that you have a LinkedIn presence. That's for business people specifically. If we go onto YouTube, so YouTube is a huge beast. YouTube is usually where every single person wants to end up because it's the end all be all. Right. And I started my YouTube channel in, in 2015, our first YouTube channel, okay. and it miserably failed. Okay. So we started up the YouTube channel before having a social media presence anywhere else and learned something extremely valuable from that. And 
it failed a couple more times before I really learned it, but you can't start up a YouTube presence like with doing long form YouTube videos unless you have a social media presence established on another social media platform. Like, hold on, the, okay, hold on. Come on, you 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 dropping some major major <laughs> gems right here, and I think that right there. I don't want that to get overlooked in terms of what you just said right there. Say that again real slow for the people in the back of the room, because because that right there is, is pretty critical, man. Yeah, yeah, you can't start a YouTube presence with doing long form YouTube content, even though it's what most people want to get to without having a social media platform established, man. social media presence established on other platforms. Respect the process, folks. Respect the yeah. process. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, Lou. Go ahead, man. And, and, and now I, I made a, I made a key, uh, key component to that is that YouTube long form content. There, there's okay. uh, a particular nuance to that where YouTube shorts, you can build a presence with YouTube, specifically just with YouTube shorts, just like you can with TikTok. And we can get into this, but YouTube shorts, we have clients and my girlfriend is actually a perfect example where she has only posted YouTube shorts over the past two months and not a single long form piece of video treating YouTube just like TikTok. And she's gained 20,000 subscribers wow. in a matter of two months. Wow. Uh -huh. And that's even before YouTube is, you know, I mean, they've just recently talked about adding to the creator fund and, and adding more monetization capabilities and, and, and uh, advances for, for creators. So, so that's, that's impressive. Okay, cool. So we, we've gone yeah. through Instagram, we've gone through LinkedIn, the LinkedIn side, uh, individual profile and or organizational profile. Do you, do you have a, a preference on that or do you see value in using both of those profiles? Both. It's it's just another link that links back to okay. your business and stuff and populates on Google if you showcase it well. So I would do it for your personal and businesses 100%. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And, and then on, on the YouTube side, don't try to get out there and do long form video, 30, 60 minute, two hour streams without having an establishment somewhere else. I, I love that except for the, the shorts uh, mm -hmm. dynamic. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. And and for the most part, even with long form content, everybody's attention spans are shortening and it's yes. just going to keep shortening. in. And we've seen we saw like over the course of YouTube over the past five to 10 years, you saw that YouTube's continuously shortening down where like, for example, you take a creator like David Dobrik, where every single one of his YouTube videos are four minutes and 20 seconds. And he was one of the most viral content creators at one point. And so I'm a big believer that even when you are doing YouTube long form content, that you're sticking it in between five to 12 minutes in length and not going farther than that, because at, for the most part, it's mainly fluff if you're going longer than that. For the most part, we're not fluffing. Uh -huh. We're, we're, we're bringing it, we're bringing, even though we're, we're going to cut this up into many pieces of micro content, but, uh, but I, I hear you on that and that, that's good strategy as, as well. Yeah. Okay. So, well, 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 another component of this yeah. is that we're going to be talking about a few different things throughout this entire show. Yeah. And so YouTube is owned by Google, which is based off of search engine optimization right. off of all of the posts that you make. And so instead of posting this entire podcast on one YouTube video where we're talking about several different topics and Google will pick up on that, break it into each topic and having the description and title correlated with exactly what you're talking about, 
because then when people join the join that specific video, they'll want to watch the full video because it's all about that specific topic that they searched up on Google. Listen, man, folks, Luke charges a lot of money for uh, one on one consultations. Y'all getting a, a mini masterclass right here uh, for free. All, all, all we need is a like on a video and a share or maybe a subscribe. Brother, <laughs> Luke is over here dropping some gems and he's just giving it away. All right, man, go, go, go ahead on. Um, from the from the TikTok perspective, let's let's just let's get back into that because I talked about we talked about the good. I want to talk about the maybe the not so good, and you you also kind of positioned a handful of things about you know TikTok being the, currently the largest social media platform with the highest active user base, and they're starting to do things like search engine optimization, e-commerce. How should c- creators? be cognizant of what TikTok is doing behind the scenes, right? There's a lot of conversation and a lot of controversy as well about TikTok for the fact that, right, they're owned by ByteDance, right? Uh, Cayman Island-based company. There were some political implications with the the, the last administration. There's some things around the organizational structure of TikTok that I think can't be overlooked. So, with that again growing as the largest social media platform that a lot of millennials, a lot of folks are using, talk about some of the things that creators need to be cognizant of when posting data and information and content on that particular platform. Yeah, for sure. And th- this is getting into the say ugly side of TikTok, um, but this is really just a personal bias and uh, really just a personal decision on the creators and businesses and in terms of if you want to use TikTok. I'm a believer of that it's already out there. It's already being capitalized by people. The users are going to be there anyway. And so I'm a big believer of capitalizing on that attention that's already going to be there. And so in terms of... Yes, I do believe that there is things to be concerned about in terms of the amount of data they're collecting, where uh, they make you sign agreements when you sign up for TikTok, that when you're off of the platform, they're allowed to listen to your microphone if you have it enabled. And there's tons of articles out there about uh, experimenting of things being talked about in an environment, in a room, and then showing ad placements and videos correlated with those things that you're saying on TikTok. And this goes down a huge rabbit hole, but this really is for any single social media platform because every single social media platform collects your data to a certain extent. And so that's why I think that you should just utilize it to the best of your capabilities. And it's either like, if if you're in it, then just go all the way in. If you're out, then like just stay out. But if you're in the business world, you can't avoid social media. And so this gets into where this gets, this rolls into a great conversation. I kind of want to go into this in terms of how you use it to your advantage. Yeah. So, so, so hold that man. Cause that's a great statement right there, right? If you're going to be in it, be in it. And and understand Mm -hmm. that you, you, if you want to be in business today, 2022, 2023, you really have to leverage it. But so I come from the enterprise technology field. And one thing that always upsets me about folks who use technology, especially on the consumer side, is they don't read. <laughs> they don't read the manual. They don't read the EULAs, the end user license agreements. And again, you by default typically opt in to having you don't own anything on Facebook. You don't own anything on, on none of these social platforms. You don't own anything. Right. Elon owns Twitter. Mark owns Facebook. I don't know who owns. Well, you know, that you understand where I'm going. So if you're going to use these free services 
and put pictures of your family, uh, geolocation data of where you are on vacation, pictures of your house, all of this stuff that's being sold to advertising agencies that's being sold to marketers. And you are again, by default, opting in to having that done. So don't get mad <laughs> when, when you, when your mailbox fills up with a whole lot of marketing mail and junk mail, or you start getting phone calls from, from folks trying to sell you something, you gave it to them subconsciously or whatever, but Let's get into it now, man, because I think what you said about that, again, if you want to be in business, know what you're doing, knowing what information you're putting out there and opt in versus opt out of some of these platforms as as is appropriate for you and, and your business. But now let, let's get a little bit further into kind of where where you, you wanted to go with that particular topic. I, just, I really want folks to understand it and not overlook the fact that, look, yeah, it's real easy, zero dollars to download the, the latest social media platform and, and use it but it's not really free. Dude, uh, it could be, yeah, <laughs> so truthful. And yeah, it, it, everybody everybody has to take that into consideration before jumping in because yeah, it, it could, could go against uh, your values or like what you wanna be doing in the future or like your privacy. And it goes back to the fact of if you're all in, then be all in. If you're, if you're out, then be all out. <laughs> and so, Let's get to the fact of using it to your advantage and specifically on TikTok, there's a huge opportunity for this. And this gets into a huge actionable item that every single person who's like getting into content or in business right now can take away from this. And it's absolutely amazing. So whatever your niche is, whatever you currently do, whatever you talk about, whatever content you currently create, or maybe it's a niche that you're trying to get into or like topics that you're currently trying to talk about. All you have to do is you have to go onto TikTok. You start up a TikTok account, brand new TikTok account. Okay, you want to start up a brand new one, no previous data on it. Yeah. Ideally, you want to start it up from another phone. And what you got to do is you got to search up on the the search bar as soon as you create the account. Don't post any videos on it. Search up on the search bar exactly some type of topic around your niche, some title, anything that has to do with your niche, and then start looking for videos that populate under that title that are viral videos that you can relate to. So like, for example, James, with you, if you're starting up a new account, you'd be wanting to look for people who are giving business advice to uh, up and coming like entrepreneurs, ideally people that have podcasts, maybe you know people that are on, on other social media platforms that like maybe competitor, there isn't really a competitor in your space, but like ones with similar types of conversations, similar audiences and go onto those posts and start liking the best performing posts. And once you're liking and commenting on them, TikTok's immediately picking up on those algorithms that you're liking that content. Then what you can immediately do is you can go onto your homepage of TikTok and you can refresh your homepage and it'll start populating immediately those exact same type of videos because of how advanced their algorithm is. Gotcha. And then all you have to do is keep liking the most viral pieces of content that relate exactly to where you're like, wow, I could be creating that exact same type of content or like that, that definitely appeals to my audience. One of something, something of around that nature, keep liking it, and it'll immediately just keep feeding you the best performing videos. And TikTok is a, a Chinese-based company and they thrive off of imitation and copying. And so literally all you have to do is take the most viral component videos 
and recreate them yourselves. Talk about the same stuff, put your own spin on it. And then what you do is the best performing videos on TikTok that you post and create that go viral on your TikTok page. You download those without a watermark using uh, an, an app that downloads it without a watermark post it on YouTube shorts and you'll see that there's a direct correlation between TikTok videos that go viral and YouTube shorts that go viral. And with that simple formula, if you have time to dedicate towards a lot of content, you'll go viral on TikTok and YouTube in the matter of three months. That's crazy, man. Right. So th there's the the synapses and, 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 the, and, the, and the understanding of the, of the TikTok platform that I've been waiting for for months for. And, and, and you just dropped it in, in a couple of minutes, man. So appreciate you for that. I, I actually wrote down a marker right there because I'm literally going to do exactly that. And I like the, the aspect that you said about, and I call it lazy posting. The fact is you said of not lazy posting and having the TikTok watermark on an Instagram reel and on a Facebook post, but actually doing something to make it look like it's actually um, – built and designed for that particular platform. So, so that's good stuff right there. I want to be cognizant. Of, I see some comments. I, I want to just pause and check right there. Hey, Jim, I appreciate your comments, man. Uh, I'll, I'll get into the coffee stuff as well, brother. Listen, yeah, I, I you know, my coffee is, is legit. It is uh, ethically sourced. Yeah. I'll get into all that. And listen, he's, he's, he made a plug to maybe have, have Luke and, and, and his brothers do, do some, uh, some branding and some marketing for me. We, we, we may talk about that offline. We may talk about that offline. Dude, can you send the can you send the coffee, bro? Dude, I'm a I'm a big coffee drinker. Listen, okay. See, there you go. Okay, let me let me pull these links up, man. I, I got I got <laughs> your boy got his own coffee now, so I think I'm big time. It's not just t-shirts, hats, and and uh, you know and stickers like that. I'm, I'm, can I'm you out pull here it up on the screen? Yeah, dude, you got to tell me one. Hold <laughs> dude, up, wait a minute. Shouts out to the team at Press and So as well. So here, here, here's your boy right Bro, here. This is sick. So I got uh, currently doing a little uh, little bundle. I got my focus mug right there. My, that's my mantra for the year: stay focused on you. Uh, so that's that's what that is. Then I got my coffee beans, twelve ounce bag. Got a bundle going for twenty six bucks. Let me zoom in a little bit there for the for the folks there, so you can see. So boom, there's that. Then I got the bag just by itself. You can get that. I had some concerns about uh, whole bean versus ground coffee. So I'm, I'm actually, my next run is going to be some ground coffee as well for folks who don't have their own uh, home grinder. But, but yeah, there, there we go. There, there, there it is right there, man. So, <laughs> Dude, this is awesome, man. I love the branding of this. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But I put out a journal and a planner as well for, again, folks who are in business, who, so, anyone, not even just business folks, right? Folks who are looking to sit down and really document their life story or their journey. So that's what the focused uh, journal. Dude, planner. you have to have a journal always with right. you. I, yeah. I, I got a bunch, I got a box of them right here and I'm, and I'm, and they're, they're all fools, but I, I agree with you. Man. That, that's, come on. See now, now we, we deviate Jim, I appreciate you for the little plug, but uh, yeah, I got my man Luke looking, looking at Hicks new media, um, merchandise as well so go to pressandso.com slash hicks new media and you will see what we got right there yeah look look see playing on his own coffee now <laughs> yeah hey come on whoever that is on facebook come on over to youtube because uh you know the mark zuckerberg algorithm doesn't show who your name is unfortunately when you when you're in a group or you're in a on a page so um all right man let's, let's get back to it yeah dog it that was that was, a, that, that was a good that was a good uh little deviation though okay ah 
Mr. Mr. JP Hightech. So another phenomenal uh, high-level premium branding uh, master. I hear JP Hightech based out of Tennessee, right? So, so he knows and understands the exact work that you do, Luke, right? From, from branding, from knowing that you have to look professional, you have to sound professional, you have to be professional if you want to be taken serious. JP Hightech is the one who literally got me to get off of my butt and stop pretending and actually form my LLC. So, so he yes. again is, is in the business and understands these types of things as well. So I appreciate you for being here, brother. Um, Let's let's get back into into that algorithm though, because you talked about that a little bit, and you know that the preciseness of the TikTok algorithm, and I, I almost wonder if any of the other platforms are as intuitive, because because I I have seen that I, I've seen folks kind of do exactly what you laid out just now, just going into a search, start looking at for a certain amount of seconds. And next thing you know, when you, when you come back, you've got more videos either from that creator or from that particular genre and that particular niche. That's that's very telling. And again, I think folks shouldn't overlook the fact that these algorithms are getting smarter and smarter by the minute. And how so how can creators, smaller to medium sized creators, take advantage of that capability? Right. Again, something like a TikTok, knowing your usage um, patterns and how we how they can use that to for their benefit you don't mind yeah so depending this depends on the niche that you're in okay but for the majority of niches if you do that exact same strategy that i said about tiktok in terms of populating your home page with the most viral pieces of content in your niche you will get content creators that spend a lot of time already doing the testing for you because all their time is spent on TikTok. And so what you get into is you get into certain content creators going so in depth of using particular sounds or particular like trends or challenges in your specific niche doing stuff like that. Where like you're, if it was posted within like say like the past week and you recreate it at least at somewhat of a decent level with the exact same sound, you're practically guaranteed to go viral. And so it, 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 it's, it's unlike any single other social media platform. And I think it's because TikTok is owned by a Chinese company that it allows for it, where the US is definitely not as forgiving about like, we have very strict uh, policies right. in North America about plagiarism and copyright, where there, there's no such thing as that in, in China. That's why well, there's you, like- you mentioned it, that they like, or they, they feed off of the in intimidation factor. So I mean, yeah. let, let me ask you this, because again, before it falls out of my head, I'm an old man. Um, <laughs> do you see that changing or do, do you, how, how can creators be not just in the moment, but know what's coming next, right? Or we don't have the crystal ball, but you know, just be aware of should more of these political storms keep arising around TikTok and the legitimacy and the usage across different borders. How, how can we as creators be prepared for what if, if, if things start going south for TikTok? Yeah, and this is the basis of not putting your eggs all in one basket. I like and that, which come is on Mm -hmm. which is why uh, cross-pollinating your content. And so if right now, definitely the best strategy that you can do is focusing the majority of your time and attention on TikTok content 
and reposting the best performing videos on YouTube Shorts and IG Reels. With that specific formula, you'll be building an audience on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, all owned by three separate companies, impossible for all of them to come down. Google's not coming down anytime soon. Meta is literally never coming down. It's a USA-based owned company. And TikTok, you can literally see it as uh, a breeding ground of viral content if you want to see it like that. Because if you do look at TikTok has the most natural engagement out there. Uh, it's the best for finding viral topics to be able to create videos about and be able to test pieces of content to go viral because it's not a landing page. You never show people your TikTok presence as oh, like okay. the first like, point okay. of contact to your business. Yeah. And so it's great for testing out content. You don't have to be too concerned about like what types of content you're posting. Like, oh, I'm not sure about like what my business audience is going to see about like this piece of content. You do have to be a bit more worried about that on Instagram if you have even just a decent following because it is your landing page and it is like the main point of contact of new people coming in to see your business for the first time. And so I use TikTok as a complete like breeding ground for finding viral content okay. and then taking that content content and posting it on other platforms. It also goes with the fact of TikTok followers aren't worth as much as other social media followings. So if we're talking about like content creators that make their living off of the content that they create, brands and businesses aren't paying that much for content creators with very large followings. They pay a lot for content creators with a lot of Instagram and even more so if you have a lot of YouTube subscribers. And so I'm a big believer of building your TikTok audience, finding those viral videos, posting them on the other platforms, and then bringing your TikTok audience over to the other platforms. Wow. There's the business aspect of it right there, right? And again, there, there, there it is telling folks, you know, the baby may be ugly, right? But again, the, the value or the, from a monetary perspective, from a business of a viewer of a look or a listen, whatever the case may be on, on TikTok, isn't as valuable today, as, as you said, as it is to like an Instagram or, or YouTube, YouTube short. So using TikTok, and, and I'm just regurgitating it just for, for myself as well, using TikTok as kind of that proving ground or, you know, that test bed for, for types of content seems to be an interesting strategy that I think I'll, I'll, I'll consider that as well. But I really like the fact that you said, be where your community is, be where your audience is, leverage as many of the platforms that make sense. I would also add, don't just put garbage out there, right? Even though you're using TikTok kind of as a, as a testing ground or as a, as a, as a beta environment, don't, don't put anything that, that that's crazy. Right. Still put out quality content because if it's got Luke's name on it, Luke, want, you know, you want it to be of a quality piece of content when it's out there, when it's tied to your name. So it, it may be something different, but uh, don't don't put garbage out there. Right. 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 So for sure. For sure. And, and th this gets on to extreme nuances with the platform and we can get into this if you want but platforms like TikTok are so educated that they will favor videos that are created on TikTok. We've done so much testing between our clients too of where we've edited say in Adobe Premiere like an editing software right. and wrote wrote words over the exact same video on very similar accounts posted on one with words edited from Adobe Premiere and then words edited directly on TikTok's editing platform. And one got practically zero views and the other went viral. Wow. And the only difference, the nuances of adding, adding music 
background music to a very engaging video and lowering the sound to practically zero of 10, just so that you have a background music or like a background challenge of some sort on a video compared to not adding that music and it performing better. I, I believe that, right? Because yeah. again, as I cut this up, and I'm sure as I've seen some of the pieces that you and your team have done as well, adding that background sound, adding some additional sensory uh, receptor there, just allow made me want to listen to it a little bit more, but you know, it may be subconscious, but again, just having that extra bit on the content and, and having the captions on there as well. I mean, I mean, those look, be intentional about the content that you put out there, folks, right? Make sure that it's engaging. You're, you're not the, you're not the, the audience, right? <laughs> you're, you're not the one that you're making and building this content for, make it for your community and make it for, for the audience. So make it as engaging and be intentional about the, the aspects that you put out there. And what Luke is saying is exactly that. Make sure that you, you, you AB test, make sure you beta test, make sure you, tr you try something on YouTube and you try something on TikTok. If it works over there, double down on, on that particular platform and that particular formula as well. Do it once, do it a hundred times. And then you because viral means something different for everyone, right? It could be either a thousand views or a thousand likes, thousand streams, or it could be a hundred thousand, whatever the case may be. But again, so everyone has that, that marker of what a viral video, viral session, viral piece of content is, but know what that is first for yourself. Right. And then once you get there, once you make that happen, Put that in your SOPs. Put that in your standard operating procedures. This is what I'm going to do on Instagram. This is what I'm going to do on TikTok. This is right. Th those kinds of things. And and I, I'm, I mean, I'm over here looking at the website because I want folks to also see this as well. This is what High Key does. This is what High Key does when they go. Out. See, I'm, I'm pitching you, man. Hold on. Let, let me <laughs> let me step back and get back into my chair. But uh, let, let, I'm going to throw this up here as well, just so folks understand what it is that. High key does these gentlemen, high key clout, high key agency, and then you got the cryptos and the NFTs. Talk to us a little bit about the things that you do because everything that you've talked about really kind of is those pillars of the organizations that you that you either own, co-found, and work with. Talk to us about how folks can engage with you to build their social presence and to build their brands and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. We run a company called High Key Enterprise LLC, and it's practically an umbrella company that we have a lot of brands underneath. That's just how we chose to build it. Everybody builds their businesses differently. We just, in my mind, I like segmenting things for slightly different names to be able to uh, attribute easily in people's minds when you offer so many services. Mm -hmm. So as I said, we're a public relations firm and I've hated seeing pu traditional public relations firms in the past about like not knowing exactly what they do. And so mm. I try and make it as straightforward as possible where high key clout is our social media side of things. So we do, that's where we do social media management. We do celebrity collaborations on social media. We do social media growth techniques for our clients. And so that's all social media side of things. And then high key agency is mainly press, TV features, press features, getting them like higher level Google presence. And then high key co is kind of like something that's on the back burner right now, but we have some really big projects in the works with that. 
but it's majority high key agency and high key club right now. Okay. We do a lot of like our own. In- oh, the man, the man is in Puerto Rico or no, where is he at? He says he's in Toronto right now and it just fell off of the internet. Uh, he, hopefully he'll be back in just a second. There he is, man. You back? Luke. Let's James, can you still see me? I can see you. We can see you. We can hear you, man. When, when someone's someone streaming something at, at the house there, you know, watching too many streams of Netflix at the house. <laughs> there we go. I got you, brother. Gotta love it. Live streaming, live content. These are the things that happen. So there we go. Can you still see me? You're 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 back, man. You're looking good. You're sounding good. I, I was making awesome. the, you know, brewing me out. <laughs> I said someone at the house must be, uh, you know, doing a whole bunch of YouTube or, or Netflix streams and, and downloads or something from, from where you are. No. <laughs> All good. I'll go. So so we talked about cloud agency and co. And uh, I just wanted to also, I wanted to show right the, the YouTube channel again, just again in terms of the folks that you're working with. And, and some of the content that, that you've worked with in terms of uh, not just celebrities and the entertainers and the influencers and things of that nature. But again, you, you, you're you out here, you're doing it. Everything you've talked about today is th- are things and aspects that you've put into practice for the larger brands and the larger individuals that you work with. And I'll make sure that there's a link to all of these sites so folks can, can see and engage with as well. Uh, I wish I had won this Mercedes that you and uh, Takashi were, were, were giving out, but you know, maybe, maybe next time, maybe, maybe I can get you to work with me on, on the coffee. Cause I see some of the community was, was talking and was giving me a hard time. Cause, cause I launched it when I was on vacation, but you know, you know, give, give you boys <laughs> some slack. Uh, <laughs> what did we, did we miss anything, man? Cause again, I want to be cognizant of your time and I, I want to make sure that all of the aspects and all the topics that we said, we want to talk about the business of TikTok. that anything that you had in your notes that we were able to get out today. Yeah, I worked on a couple of things. One, and it was really good. I wanted to play off of what you said in terms of putting it into practice. And if you look on like my social media accounts, I try and put into what I say as much into practice as possible. But the reality of it is, is the things that I'm saying are very, very simple, but they're not extremely easy to implement Mm. in order to like spend the amount of time for say your personal brand and the personal content that you're putting out or uh, the the brand's content that you're putting out and doing the research on TikTok in your niche finding those videos and then recreating those videos it takes an extreme amount of time to recreate that content to post that content to dedicate that mental energy towards that and if you're running a business like you know that like it's hard to dedicate that side of things and so even if you search up on my tiktok like i slack all the time with content that i put on tiktok in terms of practicing what i preach and i should be posting more on my tiktok and it gets to the point of where i focus on my clients time and making sure my clients are happy so much and that we're delivering our clients content 
that sometimes I forget about hours. You got to do and what so, you got to do, man. You got to do. And, and, and that's, that's the point that I'm trying to get to is yeah. that like, I say all of this, but you got to do what you got to do. Like you got to, you, you got to like put your priorities somewhere. And like, this is huge to a certain extent. It's a major uh, untapped opportunity with TikTok where most businesses in your niche probably aren't doing this. And it's where you're prioritizing your time. Like if you think that this is extremely, extremely valuable, if you think that building a TikTok and social media presence would uh, bring more revenue and more value to your business than what you're currently doing and spending the majority of your time on and just evaluating that. That's it right there, right? Because mm -hmm. again, folks, we, we talk about training, we talk about educating, and we talk about how to leverage these technology tools. And, you know, Lucas come in here and really drop some, some major knowledge on you and you're, you're right it's, it's not hard but it's, it's some of it's common sense but again it takes time it takes again understanding the process and going through the process and and doing the work right so a, a lot of times folks may not have that time may not want to utilize that time and, and that's a shame <laughs> so we so we can talk about that as well but i really wanted to also position you and and the high key team so folks if they are in that position and are ready to step up but maybe, and maybe have a team help build their brand, help build their social profiles and their social presences and things like that, that I want folks to hear your story, hear what you have done and what you're doing so they can know that once they reach out to you from the links that I provide, that they can actually be working with a quality team and quality organization. So yeah, there, there I go again, pitching. Man, <laughs> you gonna have to buy like a whole case of my coffee because I'm, I'm over here pitching. Uh, <laughs> but you, you understand what I'm saying in terms of folks understanding who the relationship is and not just um, uh, a give and take, but kind of a partnership type of thing. For, for sure. And I appreciate you. I appreciate like all the plugs, man. And th th this gets into like our niche at, at High Key, where we have our own niche and we don't appeal to everybody. And this is like what, mm. what we're doing, where our plan with our content strategy over the next uh, year is we're going to be implementing a we already have a podcast channel on YouTube and uh, we post podcast type videos and clips on all of our social media platforms, but we're implementing like a full strategy of a podcast uh, next year where we're going to be posting a lot of content appealing to small businesses and basically just practices that we're doing for our clients of how to get up to that level with social media, press techniques, publicity, every single thing that we're currently doing for our clients, we're going to reveal as much as we possibly can around all of those topics. And the reason for that is because I want to give value to every single person who's a part of our audience. And the only people who are currently doing services for are the top 1% in every single industry. So we're only working with like people who already have a very successful business, who already have like services that and pipelines of, of whether it's direct ads or organic funnel or referrals that they have already extreme success in and they're trying to reach the next level with their brand credibility. And so that's our ideal client base and that's who we target for all of our clients. But we're trying to implement things with our content where we can appeal to everybody within business. I love that. I, I love mm -hmm. the language that you use as well, 
right? When, when you start talking about process, you start talking about funnels, you start talking about strategy. So that's the language, folks, that you, you, you got to get into, right? When you start really looking at the business of content creation, the business of social media, and then as the topic for today was the, the business of TikTok and how that matters and resonates with your overall brand. So, man, listen, look, you, you're the real deal, kind of like, like I said, man. And what I, what I would love to do, I'm, I'm just going to give, we, we, we're going to give folks just a little bit. We're kind of going to be like a crack dealer, right? We, we're going to give them a little bit and, and leave them wanting more. But I would love to have you back really and talk specifically to my community, maybe on, on a premium level, right, to where we actually bring folks in. And look, if you want to talk to Luke Lynch, you want to talk to the high key team, then, you know, we book a consulting uh, time, things of that nature. But again, I want to get dive deeper in because we kind of did the one-on-one level. We flew it to 30,000 foot level. But if you want to get specific, let, let's have kind of more of an intimate conversation and more of an intimate uh, uh, discussion. So uh, I'm, I'm tagging you in, man. So let, let, dude, let's see if dude, we can work that out. That would be amazing. I would love that. And I'm on the go right now, so I don't have my setup like you right now. But no when, I, when I'm back home, I can have the full setup too. And what I would love to do, and we haven't done this yet, is there's so many intricacies with every single social media platform based off the niche and industry you're in. So the max I can give off of knowledge is just general stuff and stuff that we're doing for our clients and like what we're seeing across all the accounts. But if we bring on people and they're in specific situations with their specific content that they're currently putting out and where they're trying to get to, we can get into some deep conversations in the matter of like five to 10 minutes and giving them straight takeaways that they should be doing right afterwards. And I think, I think that'd be really valuable in terms of leveling up there and and drawing clarity. Like the worst thing that you can possibly do is in in somebody's mind is be spending all this time on social media and thinking that you're doing it wrong. Where like, if you have that clarity, (laughs) uh, if you have that clarity of doing it right, then you know that you're going towards the same goal. It's like, it's like basically the, the saying of, uh, a plane, like if it takes off and is going from Canada to the UK, if it's like one degree off, it's going to a completely different destination. And so if you know where that destination is, you know how to get there, then as long as you're taking the actual steps to get there, it, it's, it's Man, perfect. I, I got nothing else to say, right? Like my pastor used to say, you know, make it plain. And, and you just made it plain right there, folks. Um, Luke Lenz, folks, co-founder, High Key Enterprises, LLC. We're going to do some more things. Man, I appreciate you, right? Again, th- this was a phenomenal conversation. I knew we were going to go a bunch of different routes. I knew we were probably going to talk about some some sensitive things. I knew we were going to talk about kind of some some nitty-gritty types of things. And But we really got into the meat and potatoes, I think. E- even though we flew kind of at, at a high level, we got into some specific takeaways that creators can can take and, and, and utilize right now for how they build their content on these social platforms. And the fact that you said, listen, start with that IG profile, that that's your digital business card, man. That's, that's, come on, that's huge right there, folks. Make sure you got your LinkedIn profile, have that up to snuff, have that professional, have your branding colors, all, all that stuff. Know your hex codes, folks, right? Don't, don't just go out there and use a blue here and a, well, okay. TCB 460. Right, two oh five five seven. Listen, don't don't act like you see this right here. But this is too okay. Okay, we we gonna get you out here right now. But for, <laughs> folks, I appreciate you, Luke. I appreciate you, man. Let's uh, continue to stay in touch, man. Stay on the line on on the backside so we can talk a little bit more, folks. If you found some value out of this discussion, share it. 
if you didn't find value out of it, let me know. Right. But let's continue to build and, and grow together. That's what we do. We out.